Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello there, welcome to Lori and Julia Show. Tuesday, my talk on one everything entertainment, as we uh, are being very productive today. Do want to let you know that uh, listener rewards for this new month of February, uh, listen all month for a chance to win an iPad. That's a darn nice prize. So get the app or stream online, get registered. We're also giving away tickets to the Minnesota Golf Show, plus gift cards to Pizza Luce, iTunes, Taco Bell, Patina, and more. There you go. Sweet. All right, so Julia, what did you want to tell me about Joaquin Phoenix? I just Here's what I what wanted was to your say. Thing? Okay, so he's really a good actor. <laughs> Thank you. It. No, it, well, you know, he's been he's been in so many movies, and a lot of his movies just rely on him. You know, her and some of these other ones, and and I just wanted to say, last night I watched after I watched Miss Americana. Yeah. I, I couldn't go to sleep. I don't know why I couldn't fall asleep last night. I had night. trouble falling asleep last night. Oh. And I got up at like 3.40 to catch my plane home from Bozeman. I don't know. It was a long day. Yeah. Anyway, who? He was in this movie called Don't Worry, He Won't Get Far on Foot. And it was a 2018 movie. And it's about his rocky path to sobriety, Joaquin Phoenix's. Is it a documentary? No, it's a movie. Oh, Okay. Oh, it's really kind of sweet. But I just think of all the the movies that he's done that have been all, you know, her, um, the right. master, I'm still here. Um, you know, a lot of them that well, he, he does a lot of independent interesting, kind of movies. He's just a really good actor, and I'm I'm excited for him and what he's going through and whatever he's going to say in his Oscar speech. Well, he's he he's. Uh, you know, giving good speeches after after his disasters, Golden Globe, you know, going all over going the place. Going all over the place. He kind of really, maybe even talked to Brad. Brad's like, hey, you're, you know, the movie studio will get somebody to help you massage what your message right. is. And you can memorize it just like you do with lines for your movies. Yeah, really, oh, gosh. Really you know, political? do you guys yeah. know that Joker 2 was announced? Uh, no. no. I just saw with that. With him? Yeah. Hmm. He's going to be in it? I'm kind of surprised. Yep. Well, Joker 2... Announced, just announced. Arthur Fleck. It's rumored. Okay, that's mm. it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, how about did you catch? That was you, like a nothing. Thing. That was nothing. That was Johnny, a waste of my breath. How about Johnny Depp? That whole story. Tell this me. came out on. This came out on Saturday, I believe. So the Daily Mail got this audio, and uh-huh. the USA Today confirmed it directly from Johnny Depp's lawyer as a real recording from 2015 that Amber Heard made when she and Johnny were in counseling. Okay. Now, who leaked this? Well, counseling is not supposed to be leaked. She taped it, not the counselor. okay. This is taped from her phone. 
Someone who doesn't so, like Derlique did then. Well, I, I don't... Well, I'm curious. What does it say? Okay, so so they're both standing by... Both Depp and Amber Heard are standing by their accusations of abuse towards each other. And they were arguing, heard arguing about it. So the USA Today um, did have it confirmed. Johnny's lawyer said, yes, that is a real recording from 2015. Okay. And they're heard discussing an incident that got physical. And the two are heard debating the degree to which Amber injured Johnny Depp. At one point, Amber tells Johnny Depp that she she was hitting him. She said, um, babe, you're not punched. I don't know what the motion of my actual hand was, but you're fine. I did not hurt you. I did not punch you. I was hitting you. And then Johnny Depp... I didn't punch you. I was hitting you. Then Johnny Depp can be heard saying, I do not want to leave you. I do not want a divorce. I do not want you out of my life. I just want peace. If things get physical, we have to separate. Amber replied, she couldn't promise that she would be perfect. I can't promise you I won't get physical again. Then she said, God, and then she bleep. Sometimes I get so mad I lose it. I can bleep. Promise you I can do everything to change. And she recorded these conversations. And, um, in a statement to USA Today, um, Amber Heard's lawyer did not address the audio recordings. Okay. Like, how did they get uh-huh. released? It was Amber's phone. And did not deny the allegations of physical violence that Amber Heard is heard saying. Yes. But she said she also was a victim of abuse. Um, and then... You know, they reached their divorce settlement in August of 2016, and they have been battling against each other in civil court basically ever since. Yeah. Uh, last March, he filed a civil lawsuit against Amber Heard seeking $50 million and accusing her of defaming him by setting herself up as a domestic abuse victim in an opinion column she wrote for the Washington Post. Which uh, which led to him losing roles from Disney Captain and Jack some Sparrow other things. Yeah, which is huge. And Amber shot back by filing more than 300 pages of documents. And she attached multiple pages of photos of herself um, with bruises, scars, hair. She said that he tore out of her head, plus pictures of wrecked rooms that she says Don, Johnny Depp inflicted both on her and their home. Right. And, um, but Depp says, no, Amber was responsible for the destruction. She mixed prescription amphetamines uh, with alcohol, hit, punched, kicked me. She threw things at me. And as evidence, he submitted a photo couple photos of his black and puffy eyes yep, I saw and him. scratches. Yep. And he also alleges in a detailed part of his defamation that one month into their marriage in Australia, yep. in trying to get her to sign a post-nuptial agreement, she threw... A knife. No, she threw mm. um, a shattered glass bottle that severed the tip of his finger and he was filming at the time and had to come home to the states to get it dealed with because it was so bad yeah i the 
I we here's the thing for so there me. There was this whole thing justice for Johnny Depp that was trending for a little bit on Saturday um by fans, but then you know the Super Bowl happened yeah. and you know tension span is uh but you have to ask yourself, no, who tweeted or who released who sold to the Daily Mail Amber Heard's phone conversations well, because why would Johnny Depp have those? No, he wouldn't. But but here's what I'm thinking is that someone on her team well, that's no remember, longer on the team. Well, remember how she had a friend that she kind of hit in an airport. She was arrested Portland. for it. Yes, she was arrested was for domestic girlfriend. violence yeah. in an airport in either Portland or Portland. Seattle. Yes, it was in Portland. So she was Johnny Depp never had any history of this before her. No, you know, and so we've talked about their explosive combative thing, but at the same time, it doesn't feel like it was him. Well, she was this unknown person to him, and then they've had the orgasmic haze. Yeah, but filming Rum Diary in Cuba, riding bikes and pretending they're Hemingway and whoever. Or not Hemingway. And they're both wasted out of their minds. Yeah, I'm trying to think who the guy I was. I just think... Yeah. I think he protected her with the finger. I, th- I, I just think this is just such an ugly one. You can't really say anything. But I do think she, when she came out with the pictures of the black eye, which everyone swore no one saw. Right. No one saw who was there. Right. It made him look like he was a wife beater. Yeah. And yeah. we... It was hard to look away, and it was hard not to believe it. And I believe she defamed him. I do. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he's heard in on this voice recording. Stop. Um, I don't want to leave you. I do not want a divorce. I don't want you out of my life. I just want peace. If things get physical, we have to separate. Which, right. you know, people, like most... Most people, if you're like, and particularly a guy, is going to walk away if his partner starts hitting him. Hitting. That's yeah. what usually the exactly. reaction is. This is a difficult conversation to have, though, because you don't know, you know, yeah. what went on behind closed doors. But if that, I just want them this to be over with. Yeah. Well, it's they're they're. I mean, I don't know what she's doing for legal money because she supposedly gave away her $7 million settlement. But She makes money. She worked. She oh, has Aquaman. Aquaman money. Well, see, then people were mad at uh, Marvel or whoever, whatever for studio for Aquaman because um, apparently, uh, oh, I don't know. She did, uh, Amber Heard did an interview where she really dragged Zoe Kravitz. She's not a nice person. Yeah, Aquaman's, you know, stepdaughter. Well, here's, she's she's in the Stand series, the TV series that's coming out. Okay. The Stand. All right. And then she's got Run Away With Me, which is in pre-production, and Aquaman 2 was just announced for 2022, so she'll be in that. All right, so that's that's how she's, uh, you know, paying for lawyers, because this is going to be expensive. This oh, it's got to be already. And what's Johnny doing? Have no idea. Not touring with the Hollywood vampires. Maybe he's in a treatment center. Maybe he's at Hazleton. <laughs> I have no Wouldn't idea. that be nice? All right, listen, when we come back, we are going to catch up with the dirt with Holly.
is a my talk dirt alert. All right, let's have let's have our dirt alert, Holly. We're looking forward to it. Yes, whatever it is, whatever it is, it's a mystery grab bag of headlines from around Hollywood and beyond. Now, I don't know if you guys talked about this today, but this is making headlines uh, earlier today and throughout the day. Is Shannon Doherty on Good Morning oh. America? Yeah, she so sat sad. down with ABC News this morning and said that her breast cancer has returned at stage four. She said of this diagnosis, quote, it's a bitter pill to swallow in a lot of ways. Now, Shannon Doherty was initially diagnosed with breast cancer back in March of 2015. She's been in remission for the last few years. And as recently as last August, Shannon talked about being in remission during an interview with Variety right before the premiere of BH90210, the Beverly Hills 90210 uh, reboot reimagining series that happened this last summer. So she said she's doing okay, but she says she definitely has days where she said, why me? And then I go, well, why not me? Who else? Who else besides me deserves this? She said, none of us do. So she said that she is concerned how she's going to, you know, how how would she tell well, her friends and family? She's having to sue her insurance she company yes, over her is. home. Fire damage and State Farm. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're getting such dinks. Yeah. I, yeah. We're still, oh. That's terrible. Yeah. And spending all the time and energy on that. If you remember, remember earlier, she didn't have health insurance because her manager did something. Yeah. I feel like all she, but she said she wanted to be remembered for something on the interview this morning. Well, she's, she's not gone. She's for something other than me. She hasn't died yet. No, I know. And yeah, we've had, you know, I mean, I wrote down her quote. Do you have it? Well, I think she said, uh, "You only die once, but you have to live every day." Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think yeah. that's a good attitude. Yeah, and she shared a similar sentiment on her Instagram account, where she showed a picture, I believe, of Charlie Brown and Snoopy sharing the same thing. Oh. So, yeah, she's still here, though. It's she's a very Doherty's real thing, though, for a lot of women. You know, you you see that when you, if you're an avid obituary reader, you see the a reoccurring... lot of women in their 40s and 50s that And Amy cancer. Robach, who interviewed her, is a breast cancer survivor. Yes. And Gail, they were talking about this morning because yeah. they're both breast cancer survivors. And, yeah. Yeah, no, it's every, every year mm-hmm. you go to get that checkup and you're just like yeah yeah so shannon sharing her story today with good morning america archie from riverdale is teasing a new romance on his instagram account now not the character but the actor kj appa all these crazy alien stories can't be true can they hey it's Stephen diener host of the unidentified alien podcast and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there the unidentified alien podcast or uap for short there's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that i bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, he's so cute. You know, he's, he's not dating. What's his name anymore? No. 
Oh, Archie. No, I'm Archie, thinking of your, okay, yeah, your other no, one. You're thinking of Cole Sprouse and Lily Reinhardt. Yes, he's Jughead, Jughead right? Jughead yes, Betty. okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm you're... all caught up on Riverdale, so good. <laughs> well, he is sharing a tweet from a park, or excuse me, an Instagram photo, and we don't know who this person is. He's sitting on, I don't have the photo in front of me, oh. but I can say that he's sitting on a park bench. The woman is sitting in his lap, and he captioned it, Coup de feu, which is French for love at first sight. Sorry, I cannot pronounce French for the life of me. Oh, you know but what? I think this is a this is a tease for his movie that he has opening next weekend. Oh, you he's do. Got a, he's pre- got a love, story. love at first sight. Oh. I think might even be the name oh, of the damn movie. Oh, for gosh sakes. All right. Mm. And it's kind of based on a true story. Yes. I think it's a tease for that movie. The movie is called I Still Believe. Yes. It's the real life story of Christian music star Jeremy Camp. Yes. So you think that this is a little uh, I think it's fake a tease. romance, yeah. a little tease. All right. Well, we I do. Will... I think we'll see the reveal. Okay. And you know, the co star is Britt Robson, who started some CW shows and then she was in that movie with Scott Eastwood. Oh. When I chased him through the building. Yes. That time. And the she longest also, ride. The longest ride. Yeah. Oh, Laurie. <laughs> and we're like the only people who watch the movie. Oh, it was good. The nerve. You didn't even get to see Scott Eastwood. Uh, now, the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts and Sciences unveiled a little tool for fans that they'll be able to use this Sunday ahead of the Academy Awards. It's called the Oscar Prediction Experience Tool. And the Academy tweeted a photo of this and it read my Oscar predictions. Well, unfortunately for the uh, Academy, they tweeted out their own predictions for who's going to be winning the Oscars on Sunday. I can't believe it. Yeah. yeah. So kind of goofy. Yeah. It is goofy. Well, but- if you are the betting kind. What is the tool? So the tool is going to be launched and it's called the Oscar Prediction Experience Tool. So oh, that is so dumb. That's such a it's long so name. Dumb. It's so dumb. Uh, now it's been deleted, so you can't find it on the official Oscars Twitter account. However, like the internet does, they took some good screen captions of what information was on that tweet. And here is what was there. Now, take all these into consideration if you're doing an Oscar pool at your office or at a party on Sunday. This is the information that was on that sheet. For best picture, Parasite. I hope not. Sean, or Sean Mendes. I haven't even seen it. I just hope not. Sam Mendes for best director for 1917. Parasite for best original screenplay. And Jojo Rabbit for adapted screenplay. Wouldn't it be something if Ford versus Ferrari, like a, a movie that actually people loved, the right. masses and saw, what if that actually won? Be so that would fun. be amazing. That, that would be amazing. Did you ever see that movie? Ford? I didn't. So oh, good. it's good. So it good. would be very much a long shot if Ford versus Ferrari yeah, know. won any of those big ones. Now, expect that movie to possibly win, and it may win in the technical categories for sound editing yeah, and sound true. mixing, because a film like that, the Academy likes to honor, because there is a lot of technical sound mixing, the race car driving. This and is right, the most successful stuff. race car movie that's ever been really? put out. It was yeah. so good. It yeah. was kind of a crowd pleaser, and it was a word-of-mouth movie. Yeah, absolutely. Now, they did not put any money behind any kind of campaign. Well, no, and thinking about it, last fall, do you guys remember Christian Bale or Matt Damon doing any kind of significant press for the film? They did all the morning shows. 
And that was it. That was basically it. Matt Damon might have done Kimmel. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it it was pretty quiet out there uh, publicizing Ford versus Ferrari. Now, for the actor category, it's all the people that we think are going to be winning. winning. The four, Joaquin Phoenix, Renee Zellweger, Brad Pitt, and Laura Dern. So if you put those Mm -hmm. people down for winning at the Oscars this Sunday, but a little oops there. Uh, Moving on from that, Jessica Biel and Justin Timberlake make their first public outing since that public display of affection. I'm so sick of that. (laughs) But That's it was for the center. The center is coming. Oh, uh, it did it start last night? No, no. I think next week. Okay. It comes. It's on USA with Matt Bomer, Bill Pullman, but she's I'm still executive yeah, producing. So her. they were at the premiere of that. Yes, they were just standing there taking a photograph together. But I hear you. This scandal that wasn't really that much of a scandal that turned into a giant scandal because he wouldn't shut up about it. And then, and then he's also saying that Jessica Simpson has an interesting memory. Yeah, he's just saying her story on Kimmel. We played the audio last week where she talked about that he they were in their 20s. They were both single. He kissed her. And then as soon as he was done kissing her, he got, took out his phone and texted Ryan Gosling and told Jessica, we've had a bet since we were 12. Basically, his people are saying that she's not remembering that correctly. And yeah. I just don't think she could come up with that story right. out of thin air. She just doesn't seem like the type. Justin Timberlake is lying when he says that. Yeah, oh, I know Just it. flat out, he is lying when he says that. I know it. And why bother? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, why it bother? It just makes it's him even just, look more like a douche. It does. And we already know he is a douche. It does. 100%. Uh-huh. Yes, it has been confirmed. Oh, right JT. Here. Oh. I still like it when you perform, though. I got to be honest. Yeah. Ariana Grande is making it Disneyland official with her new guy, Mickey Foster. Apparently, the two of them have been an item since the summertime. And Ariana Grande and Mickey, they went to Disneyland on Saturday. And sources at Us Weekly say that they are dating. Is he a musician? Yes. What's his name again? His name is Mickey Foster, and they collaborated on the music video for the song Boyfriend, and uh, they made out together during the music video. So apparently oh. the chemistry was good enough to keep going into the new year. I love Not it. real to show up at Disneyland and get papped. That's right. That's Third right. age. Yeah. yeah. Let's totally. go to Disneyland. I know. And I tell you, Disneyland over Disney World. Yes. 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 Just saying. <laughs> We're just giving our Disney two cents. I love that. Thank you. All right. West Coast correspondence. You're welcome. (laughs) We come back. It's Debbie Ada. All right. Time for your My Talk traffic near Carver. 169 northbound. There's a crash from 150th Street to 145th Street. And also Minneapolis, a stalled vehicle blocking lane 35W southbound. That's happening by 46th Street to East 36th Street near Columbus 35. Watch out. 35 northbound, a crash by the 35 split Highway 97 in South St. Paul, 61 northbound, a crash from County Road 43 to Lower Afton Road. And watch out, 94 westbound. The right lane is closed. That is by uh, Main Street and Weaver Lake Road. Your 5 Eyewitness News weather forecast today clear and 7 for your evening forecast. Mostly sunny, 29 tomorrow. Right now, clear skies, 21 at the MyTalk Studios. Listen wherever you are, whenever you want with the MyTalk app. Live streaming and on-demand podcasts right there in your pocket. Download today at mytalk1071.com, keyword app. Holiday, we know it's a big event to millions of people. We do know that the Monday following the Super Bowl is the big sick day. You know who you are. You know Mm -hmm. who you are, and you know who mostly calls in sick? Middle-aged adults that are 39 (laughs) to 60. Not surprised at all. Because... 
<laughs> Just so many reasons. They can't handle so it anymore. Reasons. You can't they, handle it. You right can't. when you're younger, you can bounce back <laughs> from your Super Bowl Sunday. But here's the thing. Uh, even though, uh, why do people uh, really care about the Super Bowl? It's the snacks. Oh, come on. The this food is a study and the party. Of but this was a, a survey that was okay. done. 60% of people go to Super Bowl parties because of the food. Being social is the second reason. Less than half go because of the game. Um, and the research said people, uh, 40% of people are so busy eating and talking, they barely pay attention to the game. Did you have talking at your Super Bowl party? Well, we had two different ones. We had one upstairs and downstairs. And we were upstairs. Was one a talking party and one a non-talking? They were both talking because we didn't have any leg. Who cares who won? And I think that when you think about 100 million people watching game, there can't be 100 million of both the two teams. Uh -uh. Uh, When asked about game day essentials, this study it does said snacks followed by booze. Um, It's a party night. And uh, anyway, people say um, 74 percent say that that is the most that they eat more food on that day than even Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. because of the grazing. Mm hmm. If your party starts at three, absolutely. Technically, you could yes. eat and graze till you know, midnight. Eh, basically. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't believe that fruit is a popular snack. Fruit? Did it say that? Yes. What? They're lying. Yeah, I know no. it. Well, is is an avocado a fruit? No. No, it's okay. not. No, it is not. Julia. No, then I I don't believe that. Uh, yeah, some people can consume as much as eleven thousand calories on Super. Oh, Wilson. not a problem. <laughs> My sister and I just ate rolls of peanut butter Rice Krispie bars with the chocolate frosting that were made with caro syrup. Yeah, that's the perfect. Instead of the marshmallows. Correction. What? Avocado is a fruit. Oh, it is? It is? Okay, that's... We stand corrected. Sorry. Well, that's where I'm thinking the fruits come in. Because everyone's having guacamole chips, nachos, chips and salsa, buffalo chicken wings, chicken wings, this. Okay, now, is this a study of duh? This study finds that... For most parents, talking to their kids about technology is more dreadful than talking to their kids about sex. It goes in one ear and out the other. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. No, no, that's what the kids will say. Kids about technology is more dreadful than talking to kids about the birds and the bees because you feel so stupid. You feel stupid, and they don't care what you say (laughs) about technology. Yeah. Yeah, listen to this. Um, that phone's bad for you. Sixty gonna... percent say they ask their kids for help with their gadgets no, and it. tech devices. Yep. Nope. Um, many parents know, you know, like the basic acronyms: LOL, BTW. But only seven percent of parents know what PAW is. PAW. Pa, please. Please always. I don't know. This is a real important one for parents. Is it? Parents are watching. Oh, that's right. You remember that one, Julia. I do remember that one, yeah. but someone had to tell me what it was. Probably my kids. Yeah, 25% of parents don't know what TikTok is. I don't know why so many people are addicted to that. Well, because it's fun and it's dancing, but the Chinese are running I know it. it. So that's why I they, don't the understand. The Chinese have they're all your information. They're getting all your information. Well, right now they're... they. Wow. No, no. It's like 48% of parents said they are aware of TikTok, but they have no idea how to use it or what it is. No, everyone has your information. Um, Children are ahead of the game when it comes to technology. (laughs) And it's vital that parents have important conversations with their kids 
about technology at an early age, okay, so but parents dread it because they don't know what no, they're talking here's about. Here's the conversations. All right, it took me a while to remember those okay. years. Here are the conversations. Don't like anything that's disrespectful. Don't post anything that's disrespectful. Your social media blueprint is forever. Yes. Don't be stupid. If you're going to do something stupid and dumb, do it in a snap where it's gone immediately just to your good friends. Unless you know, someone screams. Unless someone's, it. but I'm just talking yeah. about being drunk yeah. or something like that. But those are the conversations. With your older, well, here's the thing. People have to start talking to their kids as young as six. Well, then don't give them a phone. You have a problem then as a parent. Well, they did a poll of a thousand kids age between six and 14. Mm -hmm. 20% said they wouldn't even think to ask their parents anything about technology because they rarely know the answer. That's true. true. About anything. But you could ask them about other things. 35% say their parents have no idea what apps, what websites they use. And half of kids consider themselves more technology, technologically educated than their parents, which is weird if you think about it, because kids who are between the ages of six and 14, a lot of those kids are going to have parents that are in there it's not like they're like from the dark ages no their no, parents no, their no, parents no, are no. kids that grew up playing video That's games true, yeah. and all of that yeah. but as children age again they are less likely to go to their parents they go to their friends 25% of kids 6 to 8 go to their friends for technology help what? compared to 15 53% of 13 and 14 year I have olds. a really hard time. And then 25% of kids said they just go to YouTube for help. Well, you oh, can yeah. go. I went there today for help. <laughs> yeah. uh, but YouTube? 90, 90% of parents say they know they have to educate their kids about the internet, but they dread it. We used to do it all the time, but the only thing we had to control was the computer at home. And then the laptops came into play, but not till high school. But we didn't have to worry. And you'd have, you could look at the history and you could put on safe things. But with these phones, I mean, anyone who has kid has a phone at six. I'm sorry. Yeah. Hello. No, did you ever finish that book, Followers? No, by did Megan? you? Yeah. And is it worth it to finish? Oh, yeah. It, well, you know, that book is just, it takes place in 2016 and then in 2015. What? 2050. 2051. Yeah. Excuse all me. Right. Um, well, yeah, it's just kind of about what is exactly happening with all this information. Someone has everything on you. Yeah. Yep. How is it being my, I can't stand the thought that someone's going to, here's what I think is going to happen. You're going to have a chip somewhere on you and you look at a person, you're going to know everything about them. Well, that was sort of some of the part of the book. And that's too bad. Yeah. Okay. Here's another study of death. I don't know why more people aren't concerned with big laws on privacy. I don't get it. Because in Europe, you know, you own your own stuff. They had a big thing that went through. Carolyn Kennedy, 15 years ago, tried to ring the warning bell. She tried to partner up with somebody in Congress. It just went nowhere. No Mm. one one What do people just care about? I don't don't know. know. Well, they care about... uh, um, Here's a study that they did, Julia. And this is from... This was published in the Aesthetic Surgery Journal. They care about how they look. That's right. They're from faceless... To tummy tucks, there are plenty of options for people looking to take advantage of surgery to look years younger. What they wanted to know was, uh, does having a nose job make you look younger? Because it is a rhinoplasty 
is a popular surgery yeah, just is. in general, not Always necessarily for looking younger, no. but more correcting. Yeah, I never even thought of it. I to have look two under. girlfriends who, like, went, as soon as they got out of college, they saved up their money, and they both hated their noses, got nose jobs. Yeah. Okay, but not to look younger, just no. to have a better look. I've never nose. even yes. thought of a nose job okay. to look younger. Well, because it's always considered this just this facial beautification. It's not thought of as anti-aging. No. Well, the David Geffen School of Medicine at UCLA, he must have donated a lot oh, of money. To no get kidding. That well, he name. has a lot of money. Yeah, it's the first time scientific evidence has emerged that a nose job can help a woman appear younger. Not me. Yeah. <laughs> I, it it made exception. me look more like a man. The rejuvenating. If you want to change your sex, get a nose job. Yeah, That's what the, happened to me. The rejuvenating effects. They looked at 200 women who had rhinoplasty, and it was most prominent over on women over the age of 40, with the older women appearing seven years younger following their nose job. Wow. Um, and why? Because the nose loses support. It, does, it, it starts to yeah, sag. Yeah, yeah. It, it takes does on a down. prominent or droopy appearance. You can get Botox in it and fillers, though, to, to lift it back up if you don't want rhinoplasty. I'm but just saying. But when we lose facial fat and volume, the canvas that our nose sits on, the nose becomes more prominent. <laughs> it the does. The canvas our nose yes, sits on. It does. That's good. Because suddenly your nose looks bigger because yeah. you don't have fat cheeks. So... It's Unless a study you... of but not really because we no, did not think of it as I've something. never thought of that. Yeah. And here's just my last study. And when it starts growing hair on the ends, you can do <laughs> no. something about that. It happens to a lot of people, Donnie. Uh, I'm, I'm aware. Yeah. yeah. I've been plucked. Yeah. yeah. a lot. You just got to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. And here's a real study of uh, menopause and memory, hot flashes, impair recollection skills. No kidding. No kidding. God, you know, I only had one hot flash. I can't even believe you. You sailed through everything. Jeez. But I went to the menopause center as soon as I, I entered know. what I now know was perimenopause. I had a hot flash and a sleepless night. And I'm like, whoa. Oh, you were proactive then. Well, I mean, no, but I was also lucky because I did. You people either have it. Go mm-hmm. hard, they, hard, or go they home. sail through it. Anyway, women who are perimenopause or postmenopause or whatever are having symptoms of hot flashes. Guess what? You can't think in that moment. I'm. I. This is a study of duh. Because all you can think of is getting your shirt off <laughs> to cool off. Remember me and my camis on off, on off, on off, twenty times a day. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So guess what, ladies? Yeah. Yeah. You are missing your words and losing a thought because you're having a damn thought flash. We didn't need this study, but yet But it, I, yet it it, it was makes me feel better. It was published in a magazine I had forgotten I subscribed to because it you know, I must have not paid my subscription. It's simply called Metapause. You, oh. oh, I love mm-hmm. that about okay. you. Next, what's going to be coming is bone density. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Followed up Two by Kane's RS. That's right. We'll be right back. <laughs> Listening is just part of the My Talk experience. For more fun, follow us on social media. Find My Talk 1071 on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.
everybody. Thanks for hanging out. We made it through Tuesday, our most productive day of the week. Now we can. That act- is a lie, though. I read something, Lori. That it's not. The no, most Mondays and Tuesdays just aren't. Like there's. People believe that it is? Yeah. Let us believe it, Julia, because okay. on Wednesday, we're busy planning the weekend and happy hour <laughs> and going out. And everything. Keep things Okay. Because the employers I, have I, some... Have your fun and believe it. That's right. I love... Because uh, I believe. I love Jessica Simpson this morning. She tweeted, must be at her house, and she's holding her book, but I just love what she... She goes, this is one of the best days of my life because I get to share my truth with you. Accepting and leading with our mistakes, we show ourselves that we're bigger than the monsters and stronger than our fears. I hope you use my story as inspiration to open your own book. Hmm. That's kind of sweet. Well said. I'm excited to read her damn book. I am too. Okay. I, there, I have 500 to finish. So yeah, right now. I know. Okay. The one for Thursday this week, I haven't even started it. Oh, it's good. Well, I got it yesterday and I'm like, ah. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll, I'm going to rely on you for that one. I'll read that one. Uh, All right. Also, Donnie posted, uh, you know, the ladies from Bombshell, Margot Robbie, Nicole Kidman, and Charlie Theron, their best red carpet looks. Very Still nice. Still want to see ladies. that movie. So do I, I, Julia. It's not playing very many places. No, I want to see it. People loved it. Uh, Sunday. Sonny Hostin revealed, told us weekly at the Writers Guild Awards. Who is she? She's on The The View. View. She said, people always talk about The View, and I think that's why we're still on the air. It's just you guys get to see it. We get into arguments off airs because it carries on. We're so passionate. We're we're like a sorority. We're not mean girls. She goes on and on and on. That's how you know that it's mean girls. (laughs) <laughs> she goes I just on. think I think they can't I it isn't it I don't know that it's mean girls I think it's It isn't mean girls. It isn't mean girls. It's just um mean girl. What? <laughs> yeah. Crabby girl. Got a name yeah. there. No. Megan. No, okay. Just crabby girl. Yeah, the mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, it's a sorority in that they've had a lot of co-hosts. There you go. Every year there's a new class. That's right. Okay. Okay, Billie Eilish, she's, uh, you know, the cover girl for Vogue March issue. I love her music. I actually have been listening to more of it. Yeah, and she uh, she understands why Britney Spears shaved her head. Uh, what is that? Tell well, me. She said she initially used to wonder why she would, stars would act out. As a fan growing up, I was like, what the hell is wrong with them? All the scandals and the Britney thing, and you grow up thinking, God, they're pretty, they're skinny, they got... Why the hell would they screw it up? Sure. Then she said, but the bigger I get, the more I'm like, of course they had to do that. In my dark places, I've worried that I was become the stereotype that everybody thinks every young artist becomes. Because how can they not? Last year when I was at my lowest point during the tour in Europe, I was worried I was going to have a breakdown and shave my head. Oh, really? Gosh, she really tells it. She's really real. I like that about her, you know? Yeah, and she just said, you know, she's forthright about her fans. She understands the well-meaning intent, the gestures, the gifts. She said, but they're being nice, but there's a line they don't see. Sometimes they're like, I know this is wrong, but I just wanted to leave this letter. And I'm like, if you know it's wrong, then why do you do it? And she also doesn't like it when people are dressing up and pretending to be her. Because she thinks if people really think you're me and you're just with some other friend, you could get hurt mm. because yeah, okay. the fans are zealous. Yeah. yeah. So she's like, she did an Instagram wow. pleading with people to stop 
dressing and pretending to be her. Wow. There's a rash of people with lime green hair in their crowns (laughs) and baggy clothes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Jeez. Her dad sleeps in the living room. They live in a teeny tiny house and they just, that's their cozy, happy place, you know, I guess. Okay, uh, here's another one. We all like the show Goliath with Billy Bob Thornton. Yes. Third season, I didn't watch it. So I didn't good. even try it Skip because it. you said. Skip the third. Okay, go to the fourth. I did. The fourth isn't out yet, but um, I think you can skip the third. It was very disappointing after the first two seasons were so good. Mm. Basically, Billy Bob Thornton's character gets, um, he keeps getting acid put in his drinks at this casino he's going to trying to solve a case. So you spend a lot of the show in hallucinations. Not necessarily my favorite storytelling. Exactly. But Goliath has added uh, J.K. Simmons and Bruce Dern for the fourth and final season. So those are two heavy hitters. Those are two big names, yeah. So Billy McBride, played by Billy Bob Thornton, he takes on a case that's pretty big. And Simmons is going to be this head of a family-owned pharmaceutical company, probably a bad guy. Okay. And uh, Dern, Bruce Dern, will play uh, the ostracized black sheep of this pharmaceutical family. Maybe almost something ripped from the headlines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, no kidding. Anyway, we got to wait. Patrick Dempsey has a TV job again. I'm kind of excited about Jealous. that. He is going to star in and executive produce Ways and Means, which revolves around a powerful congressional leader, Patrick Dempsey, who's lost faith in politics much like many people in America, right? who finds himself working secretly with an idealistic young congressman from the imposing party to subvert the hopelessly gridlock system he helped cre- create. Together, hmm. they'll attempt to save American politics if they don't get caught. It's the first time he's been on anything. I mean, TV since Grey's Anatomy. No, right. he had a little mini-series on something, but you're right. Yeah, I miss him. Yeah. So, anyway, does that sound like a good show? Like, do we want to watch a show called Ways and Means when we're already so enveloped well, in Ways and yeah, Means? If it's sexy. Yeah. Okay. If it's sexy. Named after the committee, of course. Ways yeah, and Means. if it's sexy, all right. I'm all for it. You better get good writers, Dempsey. That's right, Lori. You tell them. All right, I'm telling them. <laughs> Listen, everybody, have a did. great night. We'll be back tomorrow.